The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. to another episode of Wookie Radio. It is the Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, and myself, Mike. How are you guys doing? Tired. Melting. Yes, that too. Yeah. I understand the tired as well. I was at work yesterday from 5 a.m. to 7 p.m. So we had to do hurricane prep. Jeez. Mm, for hurricane, let alone a tropical storm that really did nothing. Yeah, did it ever actually make hurricane? Yeah, briefly for uh, maybe a couple hours, and then it dropped again. And then as soon as it got around the Tampa area, it did a little wobble and a little went a little more west. So in order to hit Hurricane, it had to be um, oh, what should I call it? Uh, Seventy-four miles an hour, and so it hit it briefly, very briefly. Yeah. So yeah, have to have to see. But um, yeah, other than that, and, and then it's just been crazy nuts with work and everything i work six days be working six days this week which which is fine uh looking forward to a nice little paycheck out of that um so then of course we're talking before show about teas and i'm on republic of teas the republic of tea website and looking at the mandalorian the star wars mandalorian section yeah but if i remember right all of them are like have different um flower or fruit flavors or whatever they're mixed with that um, stuff I like a good black tea. That's about it. Maybe some Earl Grey once in a while. I like Earl. I'm not a fan of flowery teas. Yeah. Earl they, teas and all that stuff are not for me. They have a blueberry iced tea that's now being offered. See, Ooh. once again, though, you've got fruit walking through my tea. I'm okay that's with that. It's not too bad, though. No, it's not. Um, I haven't had it yet, but apparently they make iced tea glasses, 10-ounce iced tea glasses with the child on it. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, there is that's just too small. You got refilled too often. There is a Mandalorian child green tea, um, which is a bright green tea, ginseng, and honey flavor. Ooh, I could be nice for podcasting or end of mm. day at work. I can't do chamomile. That's, I tried. That's not too bad. I can't do. I tried chamomile. It, oh, I don't think I've ever tried it. Don't. If you don't like the flowery, you you're not gonna like it. Yeah, yeah that's what I figured. That's like. 
I can't do um it's too potent. Uh, oh, what's the Indian tea? chai tea? I can't go in that stuff is the nastiest stuff in the world for me. Uh, I don't know why. I don't, I don't mind chai tea. I I could do it. I could I could take you to some places where you could do a chai and you'll be fine. I don't know. I, I think it's the cinnamon or something in it that just throws it off for me. You get you can I've get I tried it a couple different ways. Also, I don't like milk or anything in my tea. I like a straight black tea with nothing in it. I don't do no milk. sugar, no milk, no nothing. I don't do I don't do chai with milk. I don't I don't do the lot the the tea lattes. The only one I consider doing a tea latte with is if it was uh, a chocolate tea, because the chocolate almost commands a, a little cream with it. Uh, but the Mandalorian tea is a hearty deep blend of black tea. Yeah, uh, I'm just looking at that. But I don't see what else is in it. That's why it says dark mysterious black tea. It says it's just a straight black tea. That may actually be uh, okay to check out. Yeah, it could be a blend of a couple different black teas. So, yeah. And then they have, uh, so, yeah, what's that? The child green tea might be okay. The one is just straight green tea. Uh, it's, what did I say it was? Green tea with uh, some ginseng and honey, which is fine. Ah, uh, okay. It, it, yeah. it works with green tea. Yeah. It's a good combination. That sounds good. But I'll tell you, looking at their mugs, I like the Mandalorian Desert mug. On yeah. There. I really like that. That's not bad for um for a specialty coffee mug. Eight nine bucks. Nine bucks. Because Republican tea is usually known for being pretty exp- on the expensive side, but like their cups and mugs and glasses and things aren't that bad. Yeah, I mean the child mug is cute. Just no. Oh, Star Wars Mandalorian custom mug and tea. You could pick your tea and your mug. Yeah. Just cool. Ooh. All right. Sorry, I derailed us with teas. <laughs> It must be that time of year. It happens, what, two, three times a year? <laughs> we talk teas briefly. Star Wars, the tea edition, level five. I just I just wish there was more travel. Tavana had a great travel mug, and I haven't found one since. I remember I had a friend who got me a Mandalorian um, travel mug for Christmas. I forget what the brand is. It's downstairs. Oh, really? Yeah. It was just the Death Head logo on it. Oh, okay. Okay. Well... Um, speaking Mandalorian, who else is kind of Mandalorian? Well, the Bad Batch are. So let's, let's cover a little Bad Batch, shall we? Uh, so the latest episode was called Common Ground. Am I, I'm correct on that, right? Yes. Episodes are running together. I'm digging how Marvel's dropping new episodes now on Wednesdays and we got Star Wars on, on Fridays. Mm-hmm. Makes it easy. On- I've heard rumor, though, they. Everything is going to be going to Wednesdays. I mean, right now, Bad no. Batch has been on Fridays, so because uh, Monsters at Work premiered the, um, today. today as a recording, yeah. also. Yeah. Yes, I too have also heard that. That way, it's different than like regular movie releases or whatever else. Yeah. The only downside is I don't get to watch anything on Wednesdays because the time from when I get home from work to when we do this, it's <laughs> not enough time to watch anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. I showed you guys last week the uh, Father's Day gift, right? That I got? Yeah. Yes. The actual packaging and whatnot. Uh, supposedly, four more comic-based characters coming in the Black Series next year is the rumor I'm hearing. With the same type, cool. of, with the same type of packaging. And people were putting out there, who would you want to see? So, I guess before we get into the Bad Batch, who in previous Marvel titles, doesn't matter if it's Dark Horse, IDW, the current Marvel stuff, 
the original Marvel stuff, who would you guys want to see in a black series? It'd be interesting just because you, I don't know if they've ever made a figure of him anywhere would be, um, what is his name? Joris Saboeth or however you pronounce it from the, the original Thrawn trilogy. Oh, Jedi master, the crazy Jedi. Yeah. But was that from the comics? Well, they made the, they made the comics of each of those. Oh, that's right. They had released right. them in comic form also. That's right. Uh, actually say the wave is four, four figures. Who, who would be your other three? Do, do a four figure you wave. The three solo kids. If you're going to go Legends, Jason, Jaina, and Anakin. They've done Jaina, though. Yeah, but do the three of them as a set. And if okay. you want to throw in Lobaka or Zek or someone like that from the um, from the Jedi Academy series. Okay. Okay. Well, then- actually, do an actual Jedi Academy series four-pack with Lobaka. Then drop Anakin out. Do Lobaka, Tanilka, um, Jaina, and Jason. Okay. What about you, Dark? I would like to see a Shadows of the Empire set. Oh, were you bringing uh, Leia back as Boosh? Yes. Uh, Sizor? Yeah, Dash Rendar. And Chewie as his bounty, which I'm staring at my yes. power. Which yeah. I'm staring at my uh, Shadows of the Empire figure, three and three quarter inch figure of Chewie now. He's in my Chewie box. Yeah, I'd love to see that. I'd love um, to see that in a Black Series. To go from the original line, um, I, I'm thinking Crimson Jack, because he goes back the same time period as uh, as Jackson from the original 70s, 70s and 80s run. Um, Sizor, I would love to see. Uh, I would love to see one of the Jedi from Night Errant, uh, the main Jedi character from Night Errant in there. Mm. And, uh, and it's one that goes from... I think he appeared in Marvel. He's appeared in Dark Horse, and then he's appeared back now back with Marvel. I would love to see Valance as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, but, and I think interesting, uh, interesting picks out there. Mm-hmm. We gave some great options, um, and I I only think a couple really crossed over. Mm. So yeah, some great thoughts. See, I almost want to see Shadows of the Empire or the or even the Heir to the Empire. Be a four pack set on their own for an anniversary of those yeah of those runs yeah that'd be good. well we're coming up on um we did what was it last year I, mean, I have it right here they skipped they missed the heir to the empire anniversary yeah I believe that was what last year I think so and the anniversary of, of heir to the empire because I think it was 1990 was the original I think that's part of the reason why uh. The Thrawn San Diego Comic Con was coming out. It was coming. It was coming for the heir to the Empire, and just so happened to tie in with Rebels as well. That's an interesting. Wait, I'm looking at this. Is like I could have sworn the original heir to the Empire was early, early '90s, but the 20th anniversary edition was put out in 2016. Okay. Did it not come out till '96? No, it was out way earlier than that. Heir to the Empire. Yeah. Oh, if you want to Google it. I'm looking on, and yeah, it was 91. So, so it would have been 30, 2011. I don't know why. So this is 30, 30 years. Oh, this was put out in 2011. I just didn't pick it up until, okay, that's why. So it would have been the 30th anniversary this year. Yeah. So that's, so, I mean, they're, they're going to miss on that unless they've already made something that didn't tell anybody, you know? Because I have the 20th anniversary edition here signed by Zahn. Well, they, I was at Gen Con in 2016 and they had, and he was there. Well, what they're doing is the uh, Lucasfilm 50th archive one of the archive figures is thrawn okay so that's probably going to tie in air to the 
fourth heir to the empire. Anyway, uh, this week's episode, Common Ground, starts off with Captain Bragg, uh, new character, uh, voiced by an actress named Shelby Young, who I'm actually Woohoo. Who was that? Not it. Me, sorry. <laughs> Not it. Not it. Um, I'm actually working on getting Shelby on the show because she also does the voice of Princess Leia in uh, The Forces of Destiny. Cool. And she's done a few other Star Wars voices. Um, anyway, Captain Bragg addresses the people of Raxus. Ah, Raxus? Going back to a separatist planet. Uh, mm-hmm. Suggesting that they have not shown loyalty to the Empire. In the wings, Senator Avi Singh regretfully tells his droid GS-8 that he has become a puppet for the new regime. Hmm. Didn't Dooku kind of allude to that in Attack of the Clones? Yeah. And did you recognize the voice of Singh? I did not. It, I knew it did sounded... Did you read on who it was? I have not. Okay, give me half a second because I got a... Uh, the name, his actual name is eluding me. His character is not. So just a moment. I, I knew he was... He sounded familiar, but um, so the cheers welcome the senator as he comes to speak, though at first he shows support for the Empire's new laws. Then his tone changes and he calls the Imperial presence an unjust occupation. This all happens before he's hauled away. Then we see the clones, ATTT, the ATTE walkers, mm-hmm. which, okay. There's still been the debate. Is it ADAT or ATAT? I think it depends on the vehicle, but the ADAT is known as AT-AT. Yes. Everything else is ATTE, ATST, ATACT, even though I call it ADACT, um, etc. I do have that actor. It's always been and always will be ADAT. Yeah, that's just the way it was marketed and everything, too. Well, that's what but they say in the films. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Well, where do they ever actually say at at? Hoth. They do? They call them Imperial Walkers on Hoth. Yeah. Okay. I could be oh, wrong. Oh, yeah, you're right. I could be wrong. I mean, I'll have to rewatch. I mean, that's our homework for the week is watch Empire Strikes Back. But the um the actor who's playing the senator there was Alexander Sadiq. Does that sound familiar? Alexander Sadiq. Yeah. Kind of. The latest in a long line of Star Trek actors to make it into Star Wars. Oh. Dr. Bashir from Deep Space Nine. Oh, okay. Oh. And, and see, I have a story about that. So I, have a, I haven't read the story yet. Ah, okay. Cool. Wow. It, if you watch Star Wars animation, there's been a lot of Star Trek actors that have oh, made yeah. it in. Oh, yeah. Uh, now on Ord Mantel, Sid briefs, briefs the Bad Batch on their new mission. To liberate the senator. Uh, however, Hunter bristles at the idea of helping a separatist because, well, of course, Bad Batch and separatists, you know, the Republican separatists, mortal enemies, they're no. Um, but when Sid reminds him of his debt, he reluctantly agrees, but leaves Omega behind not to bring her near Imperial troops. The Bad Batch arrive on the rendezvous and find Singh's droid waiting. Uh, Meanwhile, Omega worries about the team and laments that she couldn't go with them and takes exception when Sid suggests that she's helpless. Uh, So the Bad Batch scout the the Imperial stronghold or 
or the palace. Uh, the first move is to take out the surveillance system along with patrolling troopers. They uh, sneak covertly through the streets until tech finally passes into the security network, granting them access. And then with the help of GS8, they make their way towards the senator. Now, back at Sid's, Omega takes an interest in the Dejarik game being played between Sid and two of her more loyal patrons. She is uh, Sid surprised at Omega's gift for strategy and asks the young clone if she may win a few matches for some money. Omega agrees, apparently is a great negotiator as well, for 60% of the cut. Mm-hmm. She must be making real money for um, Sid to go for that. <laughs> yeah. Captain Bragg speaks with, with Sid. Go ahead. I was going to say, because Sid originally, didn't she originally say like, like 30? Yeah. I think she offered like 20 originally. The kid's like, uh-uh, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. I think it was 30. She said no. I think it went up to 40, and then she said 60. Yeah. Or maybe it was 20, 30, then 60. Uh, anyway, Bragg speaks with Singh, expressing her disappointment in his actions. As an interrogation droid draws closer to the senator, the doors open and stun shots ring out. The Bad Batch and GS-8 have come to the rescue. With their location compromised, the Bad Batch improvise a new exit strategy. They take over a walker. Uh, Bragg soon awakens from her stun and orders her troops to attack. They drive the Bad Batch from their walker for the for a time, but Tech is able to repair uh, the machine. Singh directs them to a subterranean passage and leads them through the tunnels and out of the city. Uh, they make a run for the Marauder, though Singh has reservations about leaving his people. The politician ultimately agrees live to fight another day echo says now i'm trying to remember um gs8 is kind of similar to um more like a bug droid like the death star well no death star droid was like ap7 from uh rebels yeah no this one is um it's actually in the trivia gallery already it's based on the what was it, the ra something series that's in the sand crawler right 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 the head, oh, the head, right. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, I almost want to call it the praying manis head. Yeah, it's very similar to the Death Star droid. Yeah, that AP7 is based on. Yeah, yeah, right. The head is slightly different. Yeah. Uh, arriving back at Sid's, the Bad Batch find a packed house with Omega sitting um, in all glory at the Dejaric table. Sid says she's a natural, um, but when Hunter expresses worry. About the attention, Sid stops him and says, uh, Omega's paid off your debt. Mm. Completely. So they talk. A little bit of cash. Uh, the young clone tells Hunter that she just wanted to feel more useful. In return, Hunter offers a playful challenge. If she could beat him in Dejaric, no more sitting out on missions. They both grab a seat and start to play. Episode ends. I and think the world we- will never know. Yeah, we'll we'll know this week when Omega goes out on a mission. Or doesn't. <laughs> now, I will tell you, at Galaxy's Edge, they actually sh- sell Dejaric pieces. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Do they have an arcade area where actually you could play Dejaric? No, no, no. They, but they sell they sell actual statues of the of the, fer- yeah. the characters, Dejaric characters. One day, Are I there met- actual actual rules for? that game out I, there or someone, someone has to have actually come up with them i mean if they come up with sabak i'm sure they have the rules for dejaric 
they actually developed the Sabak rules for Solo for Corellian yeah. Spike. But the official rules were been, cre- um, were created for for Solo. Yeah, but the the rules have been around since the eighties with West End the West End role playing game. You could actually play Sabak. It's so a, there was a rudimentary version of the rules back then. But that was a different Sabak. The the decks that you're seeing, like when you look at the picture of the uh, episode gallery, you'll see Sabak cards on a screen in the background. And, and the card style that you see in Solo, which is the Corellian Spike decks, which I think I, I sent you guys Sabak yeah. cards, didn't I? Yes. Yes. That's the Corellian Spike deck. The rules are slightly different than an actual Sabak deck, which are rectangular cards. There is a slight difference in the rules. So I think with the rectangular cards, which we have not, the only time we've ever seen the rectangular cards canon was when we first meet Lando in Rebels. They're playing a slightly different Sabak than the Sabak that we've seen in Solo and with that style of card. So... But there are YouTube videos out there that will teach you how to play the Corellian Spike. Yeah. And, and and it's it's challenging. So the trivia. Yeah, goes, I read through the rules and it's like the, it's not extremely difficult to learn the rules, but learning how it actually works all together and remembering the hands and all that, it, it is a learning curve. Closest to zero wins. Yet when you sit there with three cars, one. One's a seven and you got two red cards that make up the minus seven to get to zero. And yet you've had other cards of different value like that are actually a better hand. Like, yeah, the way the hands are, are made up is so, so different. Well, it's just like learning poker or any other um, casino yeah. games that we would have. It, just, you have to learn the hands and learn what's what. And yeah, it, Well, it's a different mindset of how you, you play the game. Because it's like, yeah, actually, the more the more cards you do have in your hand to get the negative to get to closer to zero, the better. Whereas, you know, it tends to be the opposite. Like, say you're you're playing twenty one or uh, baccarat, where you don't want as many cards. So, uh, trivia gallery from StarWars.com. As Ken had said earlier, they start off the GS eight. Yeah. The design of GS eight is based on the RA seven, which is also what. Uh, AP seven is right. Same type of droid. Yeah. Just this yeah. one. The original action figures were just called the Death Star droid. Except this one has a slightly different head. What makes this one different is, is the head. The head's slightly yeah. different than, than the RA sevens. Um, mm-hmm. Raxus was the capital world of the Confederacy of independent systems during the clone wars um, and home of the separatist Senate. Uh, first seen in Star Wars, the Clone Wars episode, Heroes on Both Sides. Naxus, or Raxus comes from Raxus Prime, a planet that made several appearances in LucasArts video games. Yeah, I know I've heard of Raxus Prime. Uh, of course, yeah. the interrogator droid brought into Sing Cell is very similar to the one used to interrogate Princess Leia in A New Hope. And yes, of course, Dr. Ball. And we've seen Dr. Ball and a few other... Uh, didn't we see him in uh, Rebels as well? Probably. Mm, I don't recall, but probably. Uh, the holotable used to play Dejaric in Sid's parlor is a unique design. 
Unlike other Desjardins tables, such as the one seen in the Millennium Falcon, uh, the game board is not a part of the table itself, but instead is projected along with the game pieces. This, uh, allows, oh, for yeah, the hol- yeah. this allows for the table to play a multitude of other holographic games in addition to Desjardins. So you could play holographic Sabacc at a holographic table. Yeah. Well, they have... Um- I could have sworn one of the movies are I, actually, I think it was um, Attack of the Clones when they go into the casino. There's someone like playing a flight sim game or something in the background as a hologram. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So but it's like a it's like a dogfight, two people playing the two different fighters. Yeah. So let's go to uh, we talked about the Star Trek. Uh, the Bad Batch episode, Common Ground, has some fun Star Trek and Fleabag cameos. Hmm. Now, um, as talked earlier, oh, where'd it go? Um, Dr. Jillian Bashir, a.k.a. Alexander Siddig, uh, does play the voice of Singh. Um, and then the droid, GS-8, is voiced by Sean Clifford, who plays Claire on the British dramedy series Fleabag. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. So that like, means that's a good show. So that means, see, I need to watch that show now. That means both of the main Fleabag characters have now been in Star Wars projects. Series creator, oh, yeah, yes. Series creator, writer, and star Phoebe Waller Bridge previously mm-hmm. played who? Uh, what's her face? The droid, uh, Lando's droid in Solo. L three three seven. Yes. The droid rights activist. Mm-hmm. And and Lando's his little, you know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, his special friend. <laughs> so, uh, and then Common Ground also features the return of voice actor Shelby Young to Star Wars, which we talked about. Best known for voicing Princess Leia and Nisa the Ewok in Voices in Forces of Destiny. Cool. Mm. Uh, Young brings her talents to the Bad Batch as the cruel Captain Bragg, who leads the Imperial occupation of Raxus in this episode. Young has also done voice work for the Galaxy of Heroes video game and the Mandalorian. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Liam O'Brien, who voiced characters on Rebels, and Sam Rigel, who did voice work for Jedi Fallen Order, also appear as Bolo and Ketch. Uh, the two patrons that Sid uh, was playing Dejaric with. Oh, right. So, um, so yeah. I'm going to send you guys this. Let me pull it up. We'll do this together. It's a great time to do, do something like this. So let me know when you guys get this up. On StarWars.com. Oh, I saw that on there. I didn't fill it out yet. On StarWars.com to all you smugglers and scoundrels. Star Wars. Huh. Um, there's a quiz called which Star Wars alien should be your summer road trip buddy. Let's have some fun, shall we? Mm-hmm. Pick a destination, Hawaii, California, Red Forest, Thailand, or someplace that I know nothing about. I mean, where I work, Walt Disney World Resort. Make your selections. So <clears throat> start a packing list. First, you'll need a swimsuit, dress clothes, a sweatshirt, or shorts. Now you want some footwear. Sandals, flip-flops, slippers, hiking boots. See, none of those are my option. I don't know. Me either. What quality do you look for in a road trip buddy? Street smarts, strategic mind, good company, 
no-nonsense personality. What kind of playlist will you need for the road? Dance pop? Podcasts? Such as maybe Wookie Radio? Just maybe. Indeed. Classic rock? Or the radio will just be fine? Hey, this one's a toss-up for me. I can't decide between podcast or classic rock. What Star Wars hero would you pick to split up the driving duties? Leia, the Mandalorian, Han Solo, or Anakin Skywalker? And of course, if I'm going too fast for you, you can always pause, make your selection, then hit play again. Mm -hmm. How will you plan for hunger on the road? A cooler full of snacks? Stop to eat on the way? Granola bars and water? Someone submarine sandwiches to go i do two of these things do a cooler full of snacks and we stop to eat on the way do a little bit of both yeah mm. what kind of car will you take on this trip fast and sporty luxurious and spacious practical and used how about a bike instead what color is your vehicle blue red black silver mm. lastly this is this takes me back to my childhood <laughs> Which game will keep you occupied on the long road ahead? I've done all of, I've done all three of these games. And the fourth one is I don't play games, but we'll go punch buggy, license plate spotting, roadside bingo. Roadside I've never heard it called punch buggy. Really? Yeah. Never heard of punch bug? No, no, I know what the game is cuz it's called slug bug here. It's always punch bug. Slug bug? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've always called it punch buggy. See, we, as kids, my brother and I had bingo cards where you just slide the red wind, red mm -hmm. thing over. So if you saw a specific road sign, you covered it up. Ah, see, I'd never heard of that one either, the bingo. The road sign. Yeah, we used to get those at Stuckey's all the time. It's like if we didn't have a set, we grabbed a new set of Stuckey's or Howard Johnson at Hojo. So uh, everyone made their uh, selection? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Derek, who'd you get? I got Chewbacca. Uh, <laughs> okay. Ken, who did you get? I got my little friend Grogu. Oh, this is so wrong. I have Jabba. <laughs> Good luck with that one. <laughs> I, I, I get to so You chose the luxury and spacious when you came to the car, didn't you? I think you better so. have spacious. I picked luxury and spacious. And I I get, I, I get to spend all road trip listening to <laughs> Yeah. And I can only imagine the smell. Mm. Oh yeah. I have a really bad feeling about this. So Ain't that the truth. I may retake it later, see what see what happens. Uh now from the Pop Insider, uh some collectible stuff. Uh, apparently, there's a brand called Aaron Condren who released a new Star Wars okay. collection, and it's uh, they're an organization brand, and they have everything for fans who want to flaunt their galactic pride at work or at school, complete with a wide array of notebooks, planners, notepads, stationery, sticky notes, and more. Oh, interesting. Um, they have many Star Wars-themed designs to choose from. I may have to go look them up first. Actually, I'm going to do this. What are they called? Eric Condren. Hold on. Mm. E or Aaron Condren. E-R-I-N-C-O-N-D-R-E-N. -E -E yeah, it's just a whole bunch of stationery and stuff. Yeah. 
their website. What's new? There we go. Star Wars. So yeah, if you go to their website, AaronCondren.com forward slash Star Wars, it'll pull up the, the whole stuff. Uh, the galaxy highlights the darker, wiser part of the universe with metallic designs honoring Darth Vader, the Mandalorian, iconic ships, and more. The more notable pieces in the section are two are the two vegan leather notebook styles. The first is a navy colored and features the Millennium Falcon in flight, while the second black design has half of Vader's face imprinted on it. Did you look at the prices on those though? I did not. I'm afraid. <laughs> Oh, you see it now, Derek? Yeah. Yeah. The Star Wars Millennium Falcon Navy Vegan Leather Monthly Planner for $45. Oh. The Life Planner is only $64. But you know, I I will tell you, I got this very cool Star Wars ships blueprint style uh, book from the the cast store, the, the cast like discount store that's available to us. Where old merchandise goes to get sold off for eight bucks to die. Where old yeah. merchandise goes to die for eight bucks, and it comes with a mm-hmm. pen too. Cool. So yeah, I've gotten a couple. I've gotten, I think, all my Star Wars. No, majority of my Star Wars journal books I've gotten from there that I have all over the place for use for different things, and or I want to use for different things. I can't. I can't find them all. Um, Alliance features lighter schemes such as bluish or blush-colored Princess Leia, a golden. Rebel Alliance emblem and the Sandy tattooing trader or desert trader thinking Disney. Oh my Lord. Um, and then there's a Padawan pack, which is designed for kids of the universe or those who are kids at heart with playful styles featuring Grogu droids and stormtroopers. So, um, the galaxy line, soft bound focus notebook. I mean, those are okay. I'm not a fan of the lightsaber planner, the Mandalorian stuff's, Planners are okay. The Grogu notebook. I think Zoe may like it, but I'm not paying 16 bucks for it. Yeah. The space battle planners. God, those are expensive. See, I like that Falcon one, but yeah, like you guys said, uh-uh, not at that price. <laughs> That's because they got to pay for the fake leather. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't, actually, I wouldn't mind that sticky note booklet. With yeah. 1050, that's, that's not too bad. Depending uh, on how many comes comes with, because for me, for like podcasting notes or stuff that I need to do for for the show or shows with all the different shows that we all run, this be right up my my alley. The book covers, eh, I don't know, or are those covers? What I don't understand what the covers are. I think they are. Yeah, I think they're book covers. I, I'm not a fan of the "May the Force Be With You" sticker sheet either. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Looking at this Alliance collection, I can see I can see my family getting the do or do not. There is no try on those for me, but I don't see them paying that price. Mm-hmm. Other than that, uh, I'm just looking through that. I, I'm not really seeing anything I really like out of that. Yeah, I didn't really see too much I liked either. Now, yeah, there wasn't a lot that jumped out of me. The Droids Kids Notebook, I, I kind of like that. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I kind of like that one. And then some of this other, yeah, just no. Uh, the sticky note booklet, 10 sticky notepads with 20 sheets each. Uh, total of 200 repositional sticky notes and all. It's not bad for 1050. Yeah. You get 20 Millennium Falcon sticky notes, two different like planet-esque 
little side tabs and then little note cards. Yeah, not too bad. You deal with that. Oh, and those are book covers. Yeah. For what? Some schools still have books. books. Yeah, but they got like holes in the side. So do you coil bound book insides not included? I don't, I don't get it. Oh, well, it's not for me. Um, and then our, also from the pop insider from our friend Madeline, uh, new geeky tiki cups are coming. And I'm looking at this. I guess I, I see one Zoe would want only because of the color. I would potentially want it for what's on it. And there's two others I would want just because of elements on the car on it. Uh, So new Tiki uh, geeky Tiki uh, from beeline creative revealed designs last week on Instagram for a new star Wars line. Unlike previous collections, these are not shaped like characters or spaceships, but instead the five cups in this line are sleek cylindrical designs that measure eight inches tall and holds 24 ounces of the galaxy's finest drinks. Each one features a different iconic planet. You want to take a guess on the planets? I'm going to guess uh, Tatooine. That's one. Uh, I'm not going to guess because I'm looking at it right now. Hoth. That's two. Uh, Endor. That's three. How many are there? Five. Five. Um, is it all original trilogy? All original trilogy. Okay. Um, Bespin. That's four. Yeah. And well, what am I missing? Is there a Death Star one? No. Strike one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dagoba. Bingo. These these look. Good. I actually have a Starbucks Where Are You Now mug, and I have the one for Batu. Oh, yeah? They have made six. There's Batu. I think the original, I don't remember what the original set was, um, and I don't remember what the current set was, but I have the uh, one for Batu because it's, you know, Galaxy's Edge. It's the park. So that's where I'm at. Um, Star Wars Rogue One Star reveals what props what prop they kept. Felicity oh. Jones. Oh. oh, it has revealed that she kept Jen Urso's boots. Cool. She noted that that rather than necessarily being essentially comfortable, it's the length she went to train in the boots meant she developed an unexpected attachment to them. Inspiring her to keep them as a way hmm. to remember her time on the film. She goes, well, that's nice. I kept my boots from Rogue One, revealing that uh, to total film. I had these heavy army boots they attached Velcro straps to to make them more Star Wars. When I was in the gym, I'd be running in the boots because I knew I had to do all this running sequences in, the, in them. And I didn't want to be sprawling all over the place. So I became very attached to that pair of boots and I was given them. I did wear them a few times after I just took the Velcro off. No one knew that they had been through the galaxy. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's interesting there. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk a little visions. You guys have seen the trailers, right? Or the uh, yeah. sneak peek. What'd you guys think? No, actually I didn't see it. Oh, do we need to pause so you can take a look? Sure. All righty. Smugglers will be right back. 
Uh, Chewy tells me you guys are done and uh, rewatching. So who wants to go first? What do you guys think? Eh, it's all right. No, just <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> it looked really cool. Yeah, I'm quite looking forward to it. What I like, what I like, one of the things I really like about this is the fact that it's um, it is straight up. Because if I remember right, Star Wars Visions was a comic series, wasn't it? Uh, basically, yeah. Star Wars version of What If or mm-hmm. Elseworlds. I think yep. so. So and it, they've continued this is the, this is the same thing just in animation. Yeah. Where these are all what if stories or Elseworlds type stories that are totally outside of canon. It's just what these anime creators, um, what story would they like to tell in Star Wars if they could tell anything they wanted? Yeah. And some with some great creators, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I loved um, I don't remember his name, but he came out and said that this is his final. His final project's gonna be star. It's gonna be the Star Wars anime. Good choice. And mm-hmm. uh, and, and I, I'm sorry, guys. I gotta I gotta break in on this one. Um, you guys remember when we've had Josh on the show for a few uh, Smuggler Guild roundtables, Smuggler Alliance roundtables? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say right now because I kn- I know he's list. He'll listen to this show. Um, as we're recording this at the moment, I am saying this. He is probably on the ice as the Tampa Bay Lightning have won their second Stanley Cup. Cool. And he's on their equipment staff. So congrats to to Josh and the rest of the gang there. Um, awesome. It's a hard feat in any sport to go back to back. So uh, congrats to them. Sorry. So, uh, yeah, I mean, to me, I'm loving the look of this. I, I love how they're, these are all original characters that are going to be yeah. in this. Uh, all original stories, even with the influence, absolutely amazing. Mm. And I can't wait. And I'll tell you, as a collector, I wouldn't mind seeing some of these as Black Series figures. Yeah, that'd be cool. Actually, oh, you even, can probably count on it. Actually, no, even better. I want to see Bandai get the oh, license cool. for for the Star Wars anime. Yeah. If not, you know, like Hot Toys or someone like that's going to do it. Mm. Yeah, well, Kotobayuka could have some nice looks with their fi- figures or their statuettes and whatnot. This would be Bandai makes some great, great stuff. Uh, Derek and I have some stuff of theirs from the show One Piece. Some great looking figures. I think, I think Bandai could do if they could get the anime license for the six inch. I think this would be where the licensing, that term that we've learned from from James, if, mm. if they could figure out that licensing, I would love to see Bandai get the Star Wars anime Visions license and do yeah. the and do the Star Wars anime heroes for Visions. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mm-hmm. think that would be some killer stuff. It really, really would. So, uh. So we have the titles revealed. We got Kamikaze Duga doing the duel. Gino Studio doing Lop and Ocho. Studio Colorado doing Tatooine Rhapsody. Trigger is doing uh, the Twins and the Elder. Kanima Sirtris doing the Village Bride. Science Saru doing Akiri and TOB1. And Production IG doing the Ninth. Jedi. Um, who was it that said that he was that this was their final? I don't remember. Um, 
I know. Oh, I kind of know. I want to say he was near the end, wasn't he? Yes, yes. Uh, the one doing his, the final is um, Masiko Atsuka, who is the director of The Elder from Trigger. That The Elder is going to be his final project. So I'm really looking forward to that one. So, um, so yeah, these are supposed to drop when? September? September 22nd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not soon enough. Just not soon enough. And then um, Mark Hamill is that in the news again as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the actor known for playing Luke Skywalker, along with a bunch of other stuff, uh, has taken to Twitter to post some fun stories, interesting facts, and hilarious jokes about the franchise. Recently, he shared some behind-the-scenes information about the scene in Empire Strikes Back, in which he uh, kind of loses his hand. Now he's back with some bad jokes about merchandise that showcases the painful loss. Can you believe this? <laughs> Collectibles that will commemorate a grievous bodily, bodily injury. What's wrong with these people? Just say no to hashtag Luke Dismemberment merch. Uh, so some of the merch in question in his tweet was, uh, it looks like a, a vintage collection with just Luke's hand. And it's called Luke's Severed Hand. <laughs> that's a new one to add. That's a new one to add to the to the uh, list of charred Uncle Owen, Aunt Beru, the Force. Um, oh, what was the one with the fur mm-hmm. with the Ewok? Dead Ewok. Um, an original Luke Skywalker Severed Hand with lightsaber casting. That's available. And then uh, actual looks like it might have been. Um, Actual props from the film. Probably not, but. And then there's a patch that says nothing feels good. And it's Luke with his hand chopped off. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's what, what I got. Just out of curiosity, any final thoughts? I'm trying to stretch for some time, which I need for editing, but you know what? I'll deal with it. Yeah, I didn't have anything extra because on this either. In the non-Star Wars, um, but in definitely in all of our hearts, got to say a bit of um, farewell to legendary director Dick Donner, Richard Donner, who passed yesterday as of the recording here. Yeah. Uh, let's also add to that Robert Downey Sr. also passed away. Mm. I didn't know his work as much. Donner, you could not have missed it if you grew up in the 80s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's gonna kind of wrap it up for us. Oh, check out from Chronicle Books. Uh, there's a new book coming. I think it comes out later this month. If it's not out already, uh, if someone wants to fact check me on Amazon. Um, Sean C. Jackson has a book out called Star Wars Mazes. Uh, this is his second book, believe it or not. Uh, published by Chronicle and partnered with Lucasfilm. The book contains 30 mazes inspired by iconic locations in the Star Wars universe. All the heroes, villains, aliens, and droids make an appearance. Spaceships? Yes, spaceships. Um, You got to pick this book up a lot of different places. And I think it's cool, too. The the inside covers also have mazes. One is Mandalorian-themed, and one's Galaxy's Edge-themed. Cool. As well, um, do we have when uh, when it's releasing? It says July twenty seventh. Excellent, and it's not a bad price. Fifteen bucks. Wow, yeah, 
That's not bad at all. 15 bucks. If you look at it, look at the artwork on these maps. If you look at the picture gallery on, uh, on Amazon. Yeah. The one from Hoth Echo Base looks amazing. Indoor would drive me nuts. I'm looking at that going. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, what's cool is it looks like at the bottom of each of these, you also not just have the start and stop for your mazes, but there's also a list of certain things to find while you're in the maze. Yeah. Like I hear, like a Where's Waldo type thing with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love the Easter eggs with that. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's the Droid Factory. Okay. And you got Mustafar. And then Mustafar. Yeah. Some great Mustafar. stuff here. Mustafar. I almost don't want to... <laughs> I almost want to get a second book so I could write in one and leave and then leave the other one just as is for the artwork. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I just don't want to ruin these. The artwork is so, so great. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some, some great pieces here. So I'm working on getting him on the show. Like we talked about earlier, working on getting um, Shelby young on the show. I uh, love to have all you know, her as well. Um, if there's someone else that you guys uh, you, the listeners, would love to see us try and pursue. Let us know. Uh, we're not afraid of reaching out and trying. Not at all. Worst they could tell us is no. Uh, I actually reached out to Katie Sackoff. And uh, right now, she's just not available at this time. So we got a shot in the future. Just have to see. Just have to see. So, um, oh, I was going to look. Starbucks. Starbucks. They did. Okay, so the in the line, the the Star Wars uh, been there series mugs of uh, this last line or the last wave had Tatooine, Batu, and Endor. That's the 2021 collection. 2020 collection had uh, where is it? Had Hoth, Bespin, and one other, and Dagobah. Let me send you guys the links, the link for this, so y'all can see what I'm talking about. They're not. They're pretty cool. Uh, they've they've been released on shopdisney.com for New Year uh, for May fourth. Um, this year they actually carried the set here at the parks. I think they're all sold out now. But they're not bad looking. I mean, it's the it's the standard mug that they make that Starbucks sells. Yeah, ceramic. Been there, Cleveland or Akron or Orlando or Walt Disney World. Um, the these are night. I mean, they're nice. I'm not paying some of the price that people want for these. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I, I would love to get the Hoth mug. I'm not paying 150 bucks for one. Apparently, they're not cheap. Well, it's a collectible from Disney, so. Yeah. yeah. Still, that's outrageous. It really is. That's called scalping at its finest. Mm-hmm. Welcome to eBay. Mm-hmm. Welcome to collecting. Shoot. But I really, lo- I really liked Batu one. Uh, I think we talked about it. We talked about it before show. Um, I picked that one as, as of this group because one, it's Galaxy's Edge. I'm right there. If I got another one, I probably would do indoor since um, Star Tours. Our Star Tours has an indoor theme around it. Um, but I haven't seen the others since I got got my uh, Batu one. I know Batu went quick, so. Um, but I don't, I don't know how this pricing goes compared to regular been there. The star Starbucks been there. Let's find out. Shall we? Uh, they got California, Michigan, Philadelphia, Wisconsin, Colorado, 
let's check just for you guys starbucks been their series collection boston 32 bucks hmm. uh checking cleveland not found because no one wants to remember going to cleveland <laughs> wait where else can you go to see a river catch fire not recently <laughs> they have states uh ohio one side i found has ohio but they're out of stock uh, i guess now it's slowly going cities um there's the parks magic kingdom um i don't know if i have a 35th anniversary mug for epcot i wonder if that's a starbucks mug i don't know but it'd be great if you get uh from X- there's a company out there called expedition roasters that makes coffee if you're a coffee drinker i think they have they have a blend called the dark side blend a star wars blend or if you're a tea drinker like myself um republic of tea this would be a great mug to ha- drink these would be great mugs to drink that you know tea out of so yeah there's options or hot chocolate or a hot toddy you know if you're into the hot toddy thing so some cool things or if you just want to pour a glass of beer in it or a bottle of beer into it drink it that way who cares whatever your beverage is blue milk bespin fizz java juice oh there is a cleveland mug cleveland starbucks mug they want 41 bucks for it why why is cleveland more valuable than boston there Derek? less people go there for um tourism it's more history in, in Boston. I can't start a rift between these guys. It's how much family we are. We just rag on each other later. Off air. <laughs> anyway, um, five more shows and we hit show 225. This is show 220 tonight. Cool. So um, thank you guys for listening. Like I said, we're working on trying to get some new guests. Uh, even if there's a, a Star Wars podcaster or podcast that you want us to bring on the air. Now we're up for, okay, I'm up for conducting a little smuggler's feud. Gives me time to, to record the, uh, the rules, <laughs> but, uh, we know you won't do it. Oh, just you wait and see, just you wait and see. Uh, but on that note, uh, you guys don't have anything else. I don't think I have anything else. There's only one thing left to be said. Give the evacuation code signal. vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2. You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon?